I want to get about 70 wiener dogs in a chariot. 70 wiener dogs in a chariot? And have them all set up reindeer style and just whip around town fucking hammered, throwing whiskey bottles at people in sidewalks, <laughs> throwing money around. Are you ready for your punishment, slave? I sometimes scream out, no. When really, I mean, yes. Yes, yes! And this is why we have the safe word. Until we hear the safe word, we will not stop. She's not a Christian! Safe word with Jason Rouse. And welcome to the Jason Rouse Christian Hour. Today, <laughs> Father Corbin here from from Ottawa. Hey, uh, this is uh, Jason Rouse, and welcome to the Safe Word Podcast. Today, my fellow Canadian and uh, friend is visiting uh, Los Angeles here. Please welcome to the show uh, Casey Corbin, everyone. And then maybe applause from... That was, uh, was kind of weird. Did you notice here the uh, the ice cream guys don't have the bicycles attached to them? Like, can you explain? You, uh, I'm out of breath. I just got back from the ice cream car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to give me time to eat this phantom. <laughs> oh. They have a different system here. Like, uh, in Canada, we have a, a it's Dickie D. Yeah, Dickie D. And it's a bicycle. Yes. Darren Frost actually has a very funny story about being um, chasing Wayne Gretzky on one of those. Yeah, in, that's in all Bradford. true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he hit the curb and went flying. But uh, you've, uh, you're a comedian. Yeah, I'm a comedian. I guess, yeah. I tell jokes and uh, I tour around and uh, make people laugh. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much by by trade. Comedian, yeah, for sure. Fantastic. <laughs> but you're from, uh, I think, no, we met in Toronto, I think, the first time. But then I, I don't I think we met It might have been in Toronto, but it Ottawa? might have not have been. It might have been in Ottawa, maybe one of your first times through. Or, yeah, it was early, uh, maybe 99, maybe... 2000 sometime around that yeah then. it was early early like and who was the who's the like you crew you there was about six of you guys that i remember um fuck i wish i could remember some names the crew that i hung out with in yeah. ottawa mostly like the crew that i rode with well wafik was one of the guys that i came up with very funny and, uh, yeah uh, but mostly it was jason harper myself harper. john Doerr. And uh, a guy named Rob Cowley, who doesn't do comedy anymore, but the other two still do. And then a guy who was an actor and a writer named Sean Tucker, we hung around with. And then there were other guys too, like Ben Miner and uh, yeah. and Wafik and uh, Mike Beatty was another guy. Uh -huh. And then Tracy McDonald was there, of course, and Christina Walkinshaw. It was a good crew of uh, comics. Yeah, what uh, I always wondered what you guys did for stage time. Like there was none. You. It was basically you got one show a week. If you were lucky, you got two shows a month. So when that's I, it, retarded. How you know, did, you, did you guys must have had to leave the city? Like, but we well, never. I never saw you in Toronto. Like, that's the thing is, um, there was no nobody was opening up stage time, and it wasn't until like my goal was just to get on tour and get one nighters. Did anyone try doing open mic or like, every now and again, but it would fail miserably. They just there was it's no man's land in Ottawa. You got like Montreal, 
but that that has its own stage time issues. It's a boring town. People don't go out. They go to movies. It is boring. Yeah, they, movies. They go to movies. Lover Boy they, comes every four years. Yeah, they they go to uh, uh, Senators games, and uh, that is pretty much it. They don't do a whole lot. Uh, they they party a lot. Like they go out to bars, but those people aren't going to go out to a comedy show because everybody's looking at you, thinking that you're John Candy's son or something. No, no, no. They're like, no, they're like, <laughs> feed candy to that son. That's what they're saying. But, uh, so, yeah, there's not, not a lot of options. And then they'd have the annual search for Canada's Funniest New Comic. That's that's the first time I heard of you. Don Kelly won one year, went to Hamilton, lost to some guy that pulled a condom through his nose and his mouth. Yes. Then that was... That was, the, like that was the Yeah, 98. That was the beginning of the, <laughs> of the, the time that I heard about you. And, uh, yeah, I don't think I actually met you probably till, it's really hard to say. The time I got, like, no, you know what? Toronto, I, there were so many rumors and, like, people, I didn't really, I had to reintroduce myself to people because there's so many people that talk so much shit yeah. about all this <laughs> shit that I've done in Toronto, which uh, a portion of it was true, but they villainized me so much that I, the, a lot of the staff would have a, like a chip on their shoulder towards me and I hadn't even done anything wrong. No, I don't, yeah, I don't think so too. Like, you know, but I always, from the get-go, I don't remember actually the first meeting with you. I can't remember, but I remember early on, I was on Western Tours. You were out there at the same time. Maybe me, Edmonton. you, Terry Clement, maybe Edmonton. That's what it was at the Blackfoot Inn, that fucking The Shining Hotel. Yeah, it was Where probably the, there. Can you explain that, like, it's... It's a compound. Like it's when I did it, there was comedy They've club. totally redone it, but it's this Is hotel it, that's out in the middle of nowhere like, uh, in Calgary. David Koresh. It looks like his what he would have, like a setup he'd have. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, back then <laughs> it did right. for sure. And they just put up, there'd be seven or eight comics on tour out out doing different and runs every week. staying in the hotel. Yeah. Because so they couldn't afford it. Uh, they would pay for their own hotel. And everybody would double up. And it was oh. like... Uh, the first three days of the week was like summer camp. Just a bunch of comics drinking in a bar <laughs> with no terrible. shows waiting to go out and work on the weekend. Ugh. Yeah, it was it was a strange place. And then in the summertime, it was at least tolerable because you could walk down that Chinook Center and just think about throwing people through windows. I did that uh, I did that two weeks ago. I was out there and oh, I did really? that. Oh, really? Yeah, they redid all the hotel because now all their clients are Japanese. Uh, so it's upgrade. a very uh, upgraded, modern, postmodern. I don't know. Is that even something? Do you guys still get like room 101? No, that's the whole fitness center. They, they got rid of those rooms finally and they just made it the fitness center. What is it, Hilton now or something? No, it's still the Blackfoot. It's always going to be the Blackfoot. It's probably they the only. It. It's like a hunting lodge of hotels. Uh, yeah. I've had yeah. some weird nights there. It's the only place I remember the hockey riot. I was there for the hockey riot. They won and destroyed destroyed the city <laughs> like fucking animals. They canceled the show because no one showed up. They put on and then the live news feed of just people tearing the city to the ground for a good time. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's that happens in a lot of Canadian cities when, when their hockey team loses. I think it's one of the biggest disappointments to my country is when I travel. They, people always ask me about hockey and I have no... Nothing. Well, what you need to know is obviously from the history of Vancouver, Montreal, Toronto, when team when cities lose at hockey, they get really upset. <laughs> they yeah, but I've seen them create as just much damage when they win. Oh yeah, yeah. When they when they win, they get really happy. 
Yeah, I'd say Montreal is always up for a good riot. I don't know what the track record is as far as countries, or not countries, but um, Canadian cities that have just flippantly decided, fuck this shit. <laughs> We're taking this to the streets. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Why Montreal will riot for anything. They love it. Yeah, a it, good Guns N' Roses concert. Metallica, or there was a riot. Metallica. I think it was a Metallica Guns N' Roses yeah. show or something. Yeah, James Hatfield lit himself on fire. Oh, that was the one he burned his arm. Yeah, he burned his arm. He, he was standing on a landmine. Oh, no. During one. <laughs> landmine has taken my pick, taken my arm, taken my arm hair, <laughs> taken my shit. That would, that would suck. Axel like, won't those, go on and fill in. Yeah. Those flash uh, stage fires. Yeah, yeah. I always... Kiss must have some horror stories. Like, who, who does a bigger stage production than Kiss? Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. I was just at a Kiss concert, and it was the, the, the fact that they're like 60 years old, and they're still flying around. It's like, come on, <laughs> seriously, stop it. Were they flying? Yeah. No. Paul, and only Paul and Gene, the no. six, only 60-year-old, 60 and above, <laughs> to fly around the stage. It's like, we don't need to see Gene Simmons <laughs> fly up to the rafters. Yeah, and then, like, it was like in the 80s, 70s, it was cool. Now it's like, oh no, that old man's gonna get hurt. Yeah, do something that's gonna impress me more. Send a fax. Do something more yeah. modern, you know? <laughs> do a nice bucket challenge. Do something. Yeah, Paul Stanley flies right out to the center and he's like he's like, You have to invite me <laughs> no. out here. Oh, Paul Stanley. Oh man. But you go see you you're one of a handful of friends in the Canadian comedy scene that uh go you go see a lot of bands. Yeah, I go to concerts all the time. Did you go to shows with Zed Lacker at all? Or? No, but I did say to him last time I saw him that uh, next time Metallica comes to Toronto that I want to go with him because I'm ready to go back to see Metallica. It's been years. I've seen them about five or six times, and uh, I took years off because I felt like, well, I felt their music dipped, and uh, I wasn't interested in them anymore. Yeah. But now it's like they're just playing old albums, like they're... They're getting to the point where they're like, now we're celebrating the past. Yeah. And uh, they're hitting the albums that I like. And uh, it's kind of come full circle. I think that's what they're kind of leaning towards is their roots, but with their experience. Well, it's hard to be angry when you're so fucking rich. You know, <laughs> like, how, how, how can they relate to the Every year, the wheelbarrows of money just you know? dumped at your doorstep. But it's like, but it's like they don't have to relate to the fans because you know what? All the fans grew up with them. And most of them have kids and everything. All they have to do is just put out a good rock and roll album yeah. or just keep celebrating the old stuff and reissuing it. Uh-huh. You know, like, that's the trouble there when you're... There were some misses. There were some big misses. Oh, yeah. I, can't, I couldn't even name any songs off the last five albums. Saint maybe. Anger. I heard Death Magnet was good. Yeah. That's uh, what that people say. Is that the Rip Rubin one? Yeah. See... Yeah, I think it had a Garage Days thing. I, I think I, I poked in and listened to a bit of it, but it was like, uh But that's that's my problem, that there's... Yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, it's so true. I it's like so listen, true. I love hearing, like, a me recent Metallica song and then play Kill Em All. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're like, it sounds like punk rock. No, I exactly, because there's no attitude in the music now. It's just, like, there's no there's no balls to it, right? You know, I, I see pit. You know, and it's just that's the way yeah, it is. How do you, who? What, okay, what rock star do you you think still have balls? Iggy Pop. Still yeah. got balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I think a lot like, of people still well, have give balls. Give me your top five 
front men of all time? My top five front men of all time? Okay, well, it, it, this is my opinion, and it's going to go against a lot of people. But number one is David Lee Roth, um, because I'm such a hair metal fan. Like, uh, David Lee Roth, when he fronted Van Halen, his in that era, the early one, the first one, that band changed rock and roll. There was no hair metal. And then that band came out, and every guitarist wanted to be Eddie Van Halen, and every singer wanted to be David Lee Roth. Yeah. There wouldn't be Vince Neil without David Lee Roth, and there wouldn't like and 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 Van Halen was above hair metal. They spawned it. It was their they, it was their spawned out of them. Son. Yeah, it was their bastard son. While they always were above hair metal, they never became hair metal. And then when they and then Roth decided he wanted to leave Van Halen and become hair metal. Much yeah. like Kiss, when Kiss decided to take off the makeup, they're like, let's be a hair metal band. How'd that work out? They had to go back to the makeup. <laughs> you know, and... Yeah, well, what about Garth Brooks? Well, when he went to make hair metal or Christopher Gaines? Yeah, when he did Chris Gaines. Well, that, that was be, insane. That killed like, his career. That killed his career. Watch this go, why? Yeah, but it, but eventually everything comes full circle and people want... there. There's always a demand because your fan base does... If, you're, if you have true fans, they don't leave. And eventually they get retro, and Garth sure. Brooks makes so much money now. And the same with Kiss, and the same with Van Halen. Like so, five top five. Van, uh, so David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth, number one, number one front man for me. Obviously, Mick Jagger is is up there because um, he's the Stones are awesome, and he's awesome. Uh, I've always liked Roger Daltrey, so I, I'll put him in there. Um, and then you see, like as much as I'd like to say Paul Stanley. Kiss is like the Beatles in a way where technically there isn't a front man because they split it. Like, who's the front man of the Beatles? Is it Paul or is it John? It's really neither. It's both of them, and that's the way it is with Kiss. So I can't put Paul Stanley in there because Gene's just as much the front man that Paul is. Yeah. So um, I'm going to say, uh, oh, jeepers. This is so hard. Like, I definitely know the first three. Um, who do I really like? Well, uh, well, I guess, you know, um, Robert Plant, you know, from Zeppelin is an amazing front man. But, uh, so that would be four. And then the fifth one, uh, probably right. Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Yeah. All right, somebody within the last five years. Somebody within the last five years that fronts a band? Well, because Bruce Springsteen is amazing too, right? Um, but in the last five, uh, Bono, I, I'm a, I, I enjoy you too. And Bono's an amazing front man. Um, <laughs> I know that you're so in disapproval right now. No, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know the man. No, no, of course you don't. He just dropped shit on your iTunes. Um, yeah, that was fucked up. Yeah, but it's okay. Like, I fuck him then. No, no, you can't blame him. You gotta blame, of course, he's gotta be in control of his career. Yeah, I guess so. Um, when in the last five years, I don't even know any music that's come out in the last five years. <laughs> I just listen to what I listen to. Yeah. Um, you know, I absolutely love that's Steel Panther, and yeah. so Michael, okay. because Michael Starr, he embodies a lot of he's David, he, all those hair metal guys yeah, I love. Yeah. He's all of them, but yeah, David yeah. Lee Roth more than David Lee Roth is these days. He's very X Men esque of uh, of eighties hair metal. Yeah. So I'm going to say Michael Starr. He's my favorite frontman right now. And you, uh, he came in 
to the restaurant that I worked at. Yeah. And how was when that? I was there. Did I you turned go into the show the next night in yeah. Toronto? Yeah, where it did was. They play. It was all. What's that? Where did they play? Yeah. They play at the Sound Academy. In oh, is that the old docks? Fuck, I'm an idiot. I can't. Axel Rose. How do I forget okay. Axel Rose? I'm sorry. Axel right. Rose is up there <laughs> really high. Yeah. Yeah, he's and he's still up there. I still love Guns N' Roses to stay because it's all about Axel for me. So, you know, he's played with everybody else. With the band has been let back in, in some way or manner. Oh, but people sure. still think it's Slash's fault. Like you know, it's all Axel. This problem. Ah, they, I'm they're cool. like guys who've just been around each other too long. Why does? Why do people? Why do fans expect their bands to stay together for their entire careers? They want everybody wants their band to be the Rolling Stones. Yeah, but the Rolling Stones didn't stay, stay together forever. They had to kill a guy, fall in a pool. Did he? Yeah, one of the guys drowned, didn't he? I think that was a keyboard player from Bronski Beat. <laughs> no, yeah. No, I drowned that guy. <laughs> Run away. Small did you, town boy. Uh, did you get to see any shows while you were here? In L.A.? Yeah. Um, the comedy or uh, comedy, yes. And uh, metal or music shows, no. No, nothing that didn't need... Uh, I saw that Tom Petty was playing, and I thought about maybe going to see him, but I just saw him in Toronto, so I don't need to see him again. Did it smell like weed at a Tom Petty concert? Uh, yeah, because I was smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Want advice from Jason? Do you have a story? A question? Leave Jason a message on Skype. www.jasonrouse.com backslash Skype. What do you think about the access to marijuana here in California? It's, it's uh, all the green crosses you've been seeing all over the place. Yeah, but that's uh, it's convenient, but at the same time, it's um, I'm comfortable with just calling a guy and having him come over to my house. You know, it, it's great that it's so random and it's out there. It's always nice to know that I always have the option of getting off the couch and going and picking some up. But you know, essentially, the phone a dealer call is a is a is a time honored <laughs> tradition in my family. And uh, but you live in Toronto now. Yeah, it's a different kind of scene. You do a lot of the pot rooms in Toronto. I do. I do. Uh, and the Toronto scene's popping. Yeah, it's there's Toronto. a lot of stuff going on in comedy wise in Toronto. There's so much going on in Toronto comedy wise, and uh, I'm gonna go back for some stage time. Yeah, it's there's a lot of stage time to be had, whether you want to perform in front of audiences or no audiences. Here, and it's, uh, been, it's terrible. It's all comics. Yeah, well, it's all wannabe comics that sit in the audiences. I heard that at UBC, um, the audience is pretty much improv players that have to go to the shows. Oh. When they sign up to take courses, they have to fill in. They have Appearances? to be in a man. They have to be in a whole. Like, uh, yeah, we have a choice, though. We can go there or not. Stand ups are so snobby, eh? Like, we're like, no, nah, no. Nah, stand ups in Toronto don't even like staying for an entire show anymore. I hate that. Why not stay for the entire show? Because everyone just wants to get in, get out. No one wants to hang out with losers. Yeah, but don't <laughs> don't don't people want to watch a headliner and learn? No, a but most thing? of them are so self-indulgent and uh, unaware that there's some other good acts, and you can learn from other people's failures. You know? I never needed to go to a comedy school or a comedy course because what I did was I just watched what the acts on the show. If I was the first guy on the show, I was lucky enough to get that spot. And then uh, I watched the entire show. I used to take notes until some comics told me not to take notes. At the show? I, got, I used to go with a notebook yeah, that's and take idea. notes. And, like, you know, Rob Ross did this joke, and it was my favorite joke of the night. Just, like, a little Comment. thing. Yeah, nothing that I was... I wasn't writing people's jokes down. I was kind of reviewing the shows and what I thought made them strong and what I liked about yeah. them and what... 
Point you know, it, it was that was the way I learned. And then in comics, yeah, yeah, don't do that. So then, it's I just did it when I got home. It's a, regardless, you know. And it, if you have an idea, it's gonna resonate. Yeah, then that's how. And there's yeah. So I would just watch headliners. And uh, I remember one my fir- one year that I started doing spots at Yaks when I started getting opening spots in Ottawa was I would uh, I went to every single show every Thursday night for that year. So that would have been like probably about yeah. 97 or 98. Everybody. And that would have been right around the time that I probably would have saw you, 98 or 99. How many pit bulls have you seen today? Um, 30, 40 of them? It's like a dog fight's going to break out. They're, all their ears are trimmed. Oh, that one's got a tail and a nutsack. Yeah. Just put some pants on that fucking thing. Yeah. A lot of pit bulls down here. <laughs> Okay, are these extras that you hired? Because this guy's walked by three times already, and he's coming by again. Which guy? The guy in the red shirt. What's he doing? Is he doing laps? He might be a cop. Is he a cop? Shoot him. I guess so. Tackle him off the end of this pier into the river, and then go, I'm sorry, I thought you were somebody else. Oh, I did. I thought it was Boomer with the Sioux Greyhounds shirt. It looks like a Sioux St. Marie Greyhounds shirt he's wearing. Have you been out to Vegas lately? I've never been to Vegas. That would be right up your alley. You'd be like a kid in <laughs> the comedy candy store there. <coughs> yeah, buffets and strippers and friggin' gambling. That's all right up my alley. <laughs> and, yeah. a, and a ride to the hospital. Yeah, I love buffets and blackjack. Buffets I, are pretty good, man. Of course they are. And they're cheap out there, too. Who doesn't want that? Yeah, you can eat a ton of fucking shit. They really don't give you any reason not to. No, no, exactly. And then there's What's like... Your, what is... Because you, you're an eater. Yeah. What's your... Uh, your Desert Island di- three-course meal? Oh, if I wanted to... Or and Desert Boomer's Island? got a crossbow to your neck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to have... I'm going to have some ice cream to, for dessert. I know that. What particular flavor? Just something with chocolate, with more chocolate and chocolate in it. Like, <laughs> last night I paused off a tub of uh, chocolate chip chocolate chunk haagen oh. so it's chocolate with chocolate chunks in it that's always good <laughs> i used to eat i used to you eat drool on your shirt i used to eat uh at least four pints like personal pints of did Haagen-Dazs. you have an easy bake oven beside your bed no 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 a toaster oven no i just i did have a fridge beside my bed <laughs> i think boomer told me you had a little setup i had a fridge at and one point ding! Uh, Some chicken wings could come flying up. <laughs> no, but it'd be, it wouldn't be uncommon for me to wake up in the middle of the night, walk to the fridge and pound a Mountain Dew and then go back to sleep. Like, yeah, that's what you need in the middle of the night. <laughs> uh, about 800 calories and just teaspoons. How does this guy sleep? Uh, he just does it. He's a phenom. He passes out. I used to, uh, a, I used to take... A liter p- of Mountain Dew and then go back to bed? No, just a can. <laughs> I used to uh, oh my God. chug no. I would have nightmares. I had death rattles all night. Um, I would... Uh, I used to eat pasta... But roll it up in tortillas, flesh flour tortillas. <laughs> Not even knowing anything about carbs. <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah. What did pasta and tortilla shells with nothing else on it? Just tor- <laughs> a bunch of pasta and a tortilla shell and you eat it like a fajita. <laughs> uh, that's what they call it now. I, I was doing this 10 years ago. They call it, you know, they call, they call that fusion now. <laughs> they combine them. I'm like, yeah, that's nothing. That was just me being stoned. 
Yeah, that's uh, that starch and starch. You How can I eat this pasta no faster? S- no sauce. No. Uh, uh, no. Rolling it around in a fork and a spoon. No, just put it in a tort and get it in your stuff mouth. Stuff it down. Everything I eat in torts, What's salads, that you torts. Won't, won't eat. Uh, like a like a stripper from cock sandwiches. Cock sandwiches. Cock sandwiches. You always end up with a callus on the roof of your mouth. Oh. I'll give you six bucks if you go grab those two dogs by the leash and whip them over to the fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you twenty bucks if you snap those two dogs up and how swing, about, them, swing them over here. How about swing them over here? I'm not. I do want to kick them. I do want to <laughs> kick those dogs. But in a, but in a good uh, way, in a good way. I'm how about living. this? How about next week when I get it home? Looks like little reindeer. How about yeah? How about next week when I get home, <laughs> and my roommate's gone? Oh, that guy had uh, to walk up the hill. That dog was going to rip those two in half. <laughs> I'm going to uh, I'm going to bowl one of the chihuahuas of my roommates across a wet floor. She's more than one chihuahua. Well, she has two of them. My roommate. Who, Michelle? Yeah. She's got two chihuahuas. Yeah. Yeah, don't even... Well, she have two miscarriages and want to replace them? No, she is two... She rescued two <laughs> chihuahuas. Yeah. From what? A burning house? I don't know where she rescued them from. <laughs> I don't even know. if She rescued them from Kevin Fox. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, What are the dogs' names? Um, Macho Man and okay. Shorty. And... Uh, I'm gonna... I want to change their names when she's gone. <laughs> I want to change them to corn dog and pogo. <laughs> and put one of those hot dog bun uh, jackets on them. Oh, these dogs are idiots. They're it's idiots. Always. They don't really have a chance. No, not when I pull out the super soaker that shoots 30 feet. Oh, they paint their assholes? <laughs> oh, I've, I've shot them and spun them across the floor. <laughs> they run like little deer. <laughs> they see the gun, they run. <laughs> they fear. Maybe because you fill it up with bleach. <laughs> oh, now it's sad. No, no, they smell great. <laughs> They've been cleaned. I love to get some dogs. Yeah. But uh, until I'm more stable with something, I just worry if I could go on the road to leave them somewhere that they're in distress. I want to get about 70 wiener dogs in a chariot. 70 wiener dogs in a chariot? And have them all set up reindeer style. And just whip around town fucking hammered, throwing whiskey bottles at people in sidewalks, <laughs> throwing money around. That would be the best. If you were going to have to ride an animal, what would you ride? If I was going to have to ride an animal, what would I ride? Yeah. Um, I think I would want to ride... Uh, outside a horse, I'm thinking. Outside of a horse? Yeah. Okay, so it has to be Giraffe. another animal. Um, I see those um, ostriches, but I know also if they kick you in the head, they'll crush your skull. Yeah, I don't want to get kicked in the face by a fucking bird. I no, I think I think if I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking about I'm taking seriously thoughts into this. I'm thinking about what I'm going to ride here, and I'm going to give a good answer in a second. But I've, there's a lot of different animals. You could double up if you need be. No, no, my ass isn't that big. <laughs> um, no, but if you want to ride a poodle, you're going to eat about thirty of them. <laughs> And you're gonna have to get a uh, like a stripper split on top. No, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't need to do <laughs> Let that. Let your dick hang between. I think I'd probably like to. Uh, <laughs> I'd probably like to. I don't know. I'm thinking a dolphin, but that's so generic because people ride dolphins. But I don't want to be that guy that rides dolphins. But if I could, I'd no, like to ride a dolphin. You want to be original. Um, I guess it would probably be uh, a bat. No, I think a lion. 
But yeah. make the, the lion's gonna allow this to happen, right? But you get totally upstaged by a lion. What do you mean? You're just an asshole now on an animal that could clearly take your head clean off. I want like a battle cap, like uh, a <laughs> oh, so it's full saddled. No, well, yeah, bare yeah. ass jungle book. Oh no, no. <laughs> a, a zebra, a, z- a zebra would be cool. If yeah. I and if I was a horse, maybe I'll put a dildo on its head and tail everybody to unicorn. <laughs> but it's like a double pronged one, so it's like it's a double unicorn. <laughs> yeah, he's a Chernobyl unicorn. Yeah, they're selling them. The meat's delicious. Um, yeah, that would be fine. That would be fine. Just another pit bull. What's that? Yeah, another pit bull. Eh? So. A lot of nice scenery here at the. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of lulls in this podcast <laughs> because there's like, shitter. you know, it's very hard when there's like here comes this girl on a bike. Look at her showing off. <laughs> what um, what uh, what have you what have you noticed since you've been here? You've been we were down there. Well, before last night. well, I used to host a show about bicycles. Remember that? Did you? Yeah, I was the host. It was on Saturday mornings on YTV. It was called the Pedophile. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I remember. What um? What have you done since you went to the improv last night? Yeah, yeah, we went there. That was exciting, and tried to play. Uh, guess who's painted on the wall? So that's an odd stride this guy's got going. That on. is the most interesting stride that guy was running and I, I've ever heard. It's like not speed walking, but no, like but he's look short at stepping himself. Yeah, but look at the intense on his calves. Oh yeah, he's jacked. Like that's that's something that I would never think of doing. He's running like a like running like an idiot. Yeah, no, there's some sort of a technique there. Yeah. But uh, I wonder. Now, what do you think this guy's technique is coming across with the, with the sleeves? Larry, they, they well, already, I think he's, he's... It looks like Dan Connors going out as the cable guy for Halloween. Or Wolverine. Or Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely Wolverine. <laughs> I don't know why I, I, don't know why I had it. Yeah, yeah, of course I am. Of course I am. It's Thanksgiving. So what it's else Canadian you Thanksgiving. You've uh, you're big on uh, rock and roll nostalgia. Love rock and roll nostalgia. Love what, rock and roll. What yeah. uh, what kind of touristy stuff did you do? Because you did do the TMZ thing. I did a TMZ tour, which was very uh, very interesting. It was a lot of fun. Nothing that I didn't know. It just took me to everywhere that I wanted to see that I didn't want to walk to. Um, I did uh, for rock and roll. I still want to go back down to see the guitar places and stuff like that like where uh, you know like those that like i want to see right down by the whiskey they have that guitar alley where i saw michael anthony's bass was in the window oh they got a crazy the guitar center on yeah the guitar center that's where everybody it's, goes it's insane there's like just a, oh yeah yeah all the they have eddie van halen they've got a bunch of van halen stuff i'm sure like stacks and a bunch of guitars yeah i yeah, I um, I was just in a place in Edmonton that had a guitar center, Axe Guitar Max Music Store, Axe Music, and uh, they have Van Halen stuff. So I went in and put it all What's together. What did Van Halen guitar go for? Uh, is Jay Brown ripping it off and making it home, or is Eddie Van Halen selling <laughs> his own? No, like a proper uh, signed, documented. Oh, and a regular guitar like his uh, Frankenstein guitar that they sell now. They they go for about nine hundred, I would say. That's and really then his premium guitar would be the EVH Wolfgang, uh, PV like used to be PV, but it's EVH brand now. And uh, the Wolfgang would probably go, I would think, for about eighteen to around two grand for the guitar. Still, so you know, not crazy expensive. No, you, no. You you're a bit of a guitar nerd. 
too? Well, I've never played guitar, but, but you, I know enough about yeah. guitars. Um, I saw Johnny Five. Do you follow Johnny Five at all? Yeah, Johnny Five uh, played on David Lee Ross' last unreleased album. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing is, Roth has always been creative, and he's got all this Steve stuff Vi. ready to go. Steve Vai, yeah. he's always paired up with great guitarists, Jason yeah, Becker. Yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, kind of a dream for a lot of good, like very slick guitar players to play with David Lee Roth. Oh yeah, of course. It's like who wouldn't want to fill that void? Like we, all these guys. Oh, he's idling. good for that too. Oh uh, yeah, wild Randy Rhodes. Yeah, you get to you get to fill in where your idol was. You know. Yeah. Like, well, imagine what it'd be like to share the stage with Brett Michaels. <laughs> yeah, it'd be horrible. <laughs> he's had a good run though. Brett Michaels has had a good run. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. He's got a lot of headbands. He's got a lot of headbands that hold a lot of wigs together. That's quite a commitment, though. It is. It is a commitment. Um, <laughs> I think I would like to uh, just ride a bunch of ducks underneath and have a, like a board on top of the ducks, and I just stand on something that would make me just sort of go around the water on top of the water like I was Jesus. <laughs> so a piece of plywood on a bunch of decks? On a bunch of ducks or goose, whatever. And then I would just like, you know, just float around. And there's about standing up. 40 homeless guys throwing empties at you while you're whipping around the pond. It's alright, it's alright. <laughs> I collect those empties and I return them and I make money. This, uh, the homeless people will throw money away like that, not me. Not me, I recycle. Bags of dead kittens pillowcases hitting you in the face again it's all very positive <laughs> bags of dead kittens that's the, the you know you take those dead kittens and you uh cook them on a barbecue and you sell them to the homeless <laughs> you're all, an entrepreneur well you know i believe in turning positives into negatives unless it's aids then you keep that negative <laughs> jokes from the early 90s recently when i became deathly ill i was able to summon an ambulance my family and my doctor without picking up a telephone. I used this remote control to contact Life Call. Watch. Tony, I'm scared. You just press this button and speak into the air and... I'm having chest pain. Remember what Mr. Halloran said? I'm falling. And I can't get up! It's just like pictures in a book, Danny. It isn't real. See? Protect yourself with Life Call and you're never alone. To get complete free information, call toll-free now. CaseyRose.com backslash Skype. Listen, what do you got coming up? Uh, hammer time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You got a little hammer time going on. You've, uh, Boomer was out here. Boomer was out here. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking around like he's going to come up behind you and rub some shit on your face. I thought Carlo Mancinez was running after me a second ago. <laughs> what, uh, you lived with the man for years. We lived with Boomer Phillips for eight years, yeah. Eight years? Eight years. That's retarded. Yeah, when he left, it was like uh, it was. It felt like a Separation breakup. Separation anxiety. Felt, yeah, I did. I did go through all that. Jeez. I went through uh, a little, uh, you know. Eight years. Eight years, and there were a lot of good times. Like one, t his uh, ex-wife used to be on this uh, softcore porn show, <laughs> where she used to. Yeah, it was done by the guy that did Nine and a Half Weeks, and and uh, 
Red Shoe Diaries. Oh. Zalman King was his name. What's his name from X Files? Was in Shoe Diaries. Yeah, yeah. David Duchovny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he played. A, yeah, it was a very, a very sex show. And then he did the X Files. Terrible though. Pornography had already made its. Oh yeah. Public appearance and uh, to have followed up with softcore porn. You're like, what? It's all the. There's more frustration. Well, here's what happened. I'm dead inside. You need to fucking get me a little in and out. This uh, girl that Boomer had moved in, lived with us. She just moved in. He, there was never asking any me, any me. But like, yeah. But if you're gonna move in a really hot chick, am I gonna say no? You know? Yeah, I should have said no, but I didn't. And uh, and the thing is, uh, what happened was, um, really distracted right now by all these hot bodies running around and the ice cream truck coming by. <laughs> <laughs> it's double jeopardy. I know. You got. Frozen dairy. Um, so, anyways, this this his his fiance, his ex wife, whatever, was on the sh- was uh, the whole like the main character of the show. So fine, bud. Really? Was that before he'd met her or after? No, no. This was after during during when they lived with he lived how with does us. He, I don't know how I deal with that. Is he, well, is he, cool with he was cool because it? it was a good job for her. But in the last episode, she did have to show her uh, knockers. But here's the, the thing. So people watch the whole series to hope to see her jugs at the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she was the payoff at the big one, at the big end. <laughs> um, now, this is the funny part. They build the whole series off of breasts at the end of a show. How much money? Oh, there was tons of nudity in it. It was like late night. It's on IFC. But it didn't show anything go in? No, it was all like just simulated. Like blue uh, and wee. Uh, I'm sick now. Like, yeah, soft porn. And um, so what happened was... There was a girl we did a pilot with that was really hot, and she was in the episode, and she showed her boobs. So I wanted to see that girl's boobs because she was in a bikini the whole time we shot with her on something. So I wanted to see her boobs. So I tried to find the episode. I couldn't find the episode. I had to download the whole first season. So I'm downloading it, and then Boomer came into my room one day. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, nothing. He's like, what you got going on there? I was like, not doing anything. He's like, let me see what's going on. I'm like, why do you need to see what's going on? And he's like, let me see what's going on. By this time, I shut my laptop. He's like, why would you shut your laptop? I'm like, you don't need to see what's going on. Is it privacy? He's like, it's not privacy. What do you got hiding? I'm, like, I'm not hiding anything. Then all of a sudden, he bullies his way in. Yeah, yeah. He opens it up and he sees that I'm downloading uh, his wife, his, his wife's uh, series. Didn't they fuck in front of you? Yeah, this is why I don't even understand why he's so upset. And then he made a big issue. He's like. You're downloading my wife's series so you can jerk off to her. <laughs> and please, if I was going to jerk off to her, I would have went in the room and sniffed her panties. But I never did. After one time, I almost got caught. And um, no, but so uh, she didn't wear panties. Um, but yeah, he did bring her into my room and try and banged her like when he first That's brought her hilarious. back. And then he called me gay for watching him bang her <laughs> in my room. You want some popcorn? And then you throw in an f bomb. <laughs> one time I had it. One time I had a date over, so he thought he would make the date he exciting. Has no respect for boundaries. No, he he he. he He's uh, an animal. What he did on the date was uh, he just decided to show me up on the date, and he took his girlfriend into his room with the doors open, and just, just banged her. <laughs> and so we had all we could hear was them banging. And uh, it for it actually forced us to go into my room, which was good because it made me yeah. actually get her into my room, which I could put moves on her. So we're now fooling around, starting to fool around on the bed, and then all of a sudden, who busts in? Boomer, and all he's wearing is he's got a <laughs> towel draped over his erect penis. <laughs> 
And I'm like, I'm not a, I'm not ripped like Boomer. The viewers at home or the listeners at home should realize that I used to be 350 at the time. I'm 250 now, but Boomer's like a ripped 225 at this point. <laughs> he looks like John Cena, <laughs> you know, and he comes in with just a towel draped over his cock, and the towel I'm and the towel rape me. and the and the towel is like full flagged. Yeah. Like there's not like it's not folded over, it's <laughs> it's it, there's enough length on there that he can go he can count you know a full towel on. He's not coming to look for the toothpaste. Yeah, and the, the worst is is like he's like, dude, I'm trying to get with this girl, and you know, it's like she's <laughs> eating hot dogs, and somebody's like, you didn't want some of this steak? <laughs> of course she wants steak. <laughs> she just she's lazy. She's yeah, she's it's taking hot, hot dogs dog. for now. <laughs> So did you get a second date? No, I didn't get a second date. Yeah, that sometimes when Boomer brings girls over the house, that they think, "Oh, you're gonna meet my roommate," and it's you. <laughs> they disappointed. Oh no! Well, Boomer used to do a thing where he'd always bring girls back, and one of the things he would do is he would make them sit through uh, Game Seven of the hockey series, even if there wasn't Game Seven. He's like, "My roommate and I have to play Game Seven. I hope you don't mind waiting until this game unfolds." And then it's How like that last? 15 minutes of her so just sitting just, and watching. He'll just, just he'll do this as a joke <laughs> to see if they wait. And then he'll, as soon as they're done, he takes her into the room. He used to take her in the room and bang her. But so many girls have watched me play hockey. Just so they could fuck Boomer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's that big of a fan. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't even care. He doesn't even like hockey. He didn't even bought the video <laughs> game just for this gag. <laughs> He's quite a character. Yeah, it was definitely... Oh, uh, it's a bloodhound. It is a bloodhound. You don't see those too much. Well, they're always working. What kind of work does a bloodhound do? Yeah, sleuthing. Yeah? yeah. Detective work? Detective work. Sleuthing. Some of them run gangs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cards. Racketeering. Yeah. A lot of that. A lot, a lot of, of that. cigars. Yeah. Bloodhound gangs. And, the, and then there's the other gangs. Gangs of New York. So. <laughs> Fat Albert's gangs. So you know, there are a lot of gangs. So you're in uh, you're in Los Angeles for a few more days. Yeah, and yeah. you dig it. I do dig it. I do dig it. I'd like to come back down. I plan on coming back down. Uh, yeah, I definitely dig the lifestyle. Right now, like, I, I'm climbing a palm tree as we speak, and I'm yeah. about 20 yeah, feet up. Yeah, we're, again, we're in Echo Park, and... Uh, what do you think? It's pretty cool. Well, considering that there's no reverb in the podcast, I doubt the significance of calling this place Echo Park. Not once have you heard an echo. <laughs> Apparently they called it Echo Park because you could hear the screams of people being murdered. All right. There he goes again. Fifth time's the charm. Yeah, I don't know why people don't run. They just do a lap. As exercise, they, if they really want exercise, they should get out there and pedal a paddle boat. Yeah, oh, those yeah. those are tough. You do that for fucking twenty minutes. Yeah, that's a good workout. A lot of workouts in the water are easier, but paddle boats not easier. That's it's, actually a good idea. I want I might go sit in there with a book, and just kind of putter around. Yeah, yeah, but bring a weight to carry the other side, right? Because if you're in by yourself, you just look just like an idiot. A bunch of canned hams and a pillowcase. Yeah, a Thanksgiving turkey. Oh, it's Thanksgiving today. It is Canadian Thanksgiving. My mom, uh, I talked to her today with my nieces, and uh, it's Canadian Thanksgiving. Well, tomorrow is in America is Columbus Day, so don't forget to say Ohio to your friends. Yeah. Columbus, Ohio. Um, 
We should try and find a turkey dinner. I ain't got no fine time for turkey dinner. I'm probably going to go to a hockey game tonight. It's Canadian Thanksgiving. Then we're grateful for hockey. <laughs> the but Jets are in you town. You love it. It's the New York Jets in the... Uh, no, it's uh, not the New York Jets playing the <laughs> hockey. New York Jets play football. Oh, I thought it was a Flash Gordon team. played for the New York Jets in the story. Flash Gordon? Flash Gordon. Um, no, the... Uh, the LA um, Kings. There's a bull on the ridge that keeps staring at us the whole time, and I'm getting worried by it. There's a what? Look at that bull up there on the ridge looking at us. Oh, yeah. What's that place all about? I don't know. There's is a that lot Murrell, of, Is that Merrill Lynch? There's a lot of weird thing like that house. It looks like some sort of housing project. LA's like not flat, but it's flat. Like it, it's it's kind of a lot of different surfaces. Do you think this guy right now is walking towards Dodger Stadium and he doesn't know that there's a game going on, or is that guy just randomly popcorn no. peanuts? He's candy doing. Floss? They do the laps. It's part of the neighborhood. It's cotton candy and balloons, fruit. That looks like a walking pedophile right there, as if you ask me. He's using the balloons to cover his erection? That's what he's doing. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. This one dolphin's not for sale. Get it out of the blowhole. Get it out of the blowhole. On porpoise. <laughs> what? What is going on? Ah, uh, man, I am, uh, I think I'm wondering, like, what day is it? Day? Sunday. Oh, this is awesome. I've never done this. I feel like I'm in uh, an episode of 90210 right now. Who are you? Oh, obviously, I am... Uh, no, I'm just an extra. <laughs> You're the guy who, who, who kills that kid drinking and driving. Who, Wheels? <laughs> yeah, yeah, your Wheels. <laughs> From Degrassi. That's a massively popular show. Yeah, people get Wheels and Drake mixed up because yeah. Drake was in a wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. So they, that's kind a, of they, they think to that say that he's wheels because he was in a wheelchair. Yeah. Drake is not wheels. You know, I auditioned for Degrassi with Drake. Did you really? I did. With Drake. Danny DeLeo sent me on an audition at Creative Entertainment. I always wanted to be the creepy janitor on an episode of Degrassi that gets to finger one of the girls. Uh, drug dealer. You were a drug dealer? Uh, I never got picked. He got the show, obviously. Who? Drake got the show? Yeah. Did Drake got to be a drug dealer? Drake got to be on Degrassi. Oh, yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah, well, that launched a big career for him. Jimmy Brooks was his name on Degrassi, Jimmy Brooks. I watched a lot of Degrassi. I never watched it. I, they just, I think it was the first year they brought it back. Yeah. First season. Yeah, that was. Or second was season. The next generation. It blew up. It did very well. It's still on to this day because it still does well. Do you even watch any Canadian comedy or do I watch Canadian comedy? Yeah, like on television. Is like the I'm, TV shows? Yeah. What What is there now? What's I watch Mr. D. I enjoy that show. Um, I watch Trailer Park Boys still. That's always good. Yeah. That's one of the few shows I'll actually... It's like Family Guy. I'll, I'll re-watch shows. And I love showing people who are not in the know. Well, they're still, they're still making new Trailer Park Boys. They just did release the eighth season on Netflix. And there's talk next year that Snoop Dogg says he wants to go and be a part of the uh, trailer park. Oh, so no. what if they create a rival between Snoop and J-Rock? That would be excellent. That would be excellent. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So That's cool. That's actually cool. Snoop Dogg moves into the trailer park, boys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, don't have him be Snoop. Just have him be a guy that's, like, you know, yeah. living in a trailer park. American, he can... he's a hiding gangster in the hide. Yeah. 
That would be good. Uh, other than that, uh, the, the other shows, Canadian uh, shows that are comedies that are out there, I watched like the 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 CBC stuff, like the um, the Just for Laughs and the Halifax Comedy Festivals. I still yeah, watch those. Yeah, you've done the Halifax Comedy Festival. I've done it, and I'm doing it again next year. So what uh, what was your first experience like? Because I'm I'm interested in potentially my, doing that. My one. first experience ever was um, amazing. I did the opening night gala at the casino it was a tape for television it was uh 700 people i think something like that 600 people mm -hmm. and uh i had the first spot after the intermission it was a sweet spot and um and i rocked the audience and they used my clip to advertise the festival the next day on cbc one so my clip uh. they took my clip to to That's broadcast great. the festival and they went national with it the next day so what um is it like a week-long festival like the edinburgh festival would be a month and then no this would be about uh like a weekend it's a short festival it's yeah. like a a tuesday to sunday huh it was tuesday to saturday night but they do all tv tapings halifax quite nice and they treat you really well and it's uh very nice and uh, a lot of it's a good party too so that's do you go to strip are. clubs i i'm a strip club addict and i stay out of them now Oh really? We yeah. go and dumping a bunch of money at strippers. I I've, I've put a lot of women through. Uh, here comes short stepper again. Here comes the short stepper. Hurry up! He is the short stepper. Hurry up! He's got cows that yeah, amazing. He, he's, Hurry he's up! He sweated. He sweated right through. Till stepping like that. That's odd. Yeah. Well. Um. Strip clubs. Yeah. What's strip your clubs. What's your top five? What What's that? Top five. Uh, times in lap room dancers, champagne rooms, strippers. I don't even know. I've been to a lot of strip clubs, and uh, I don't go to as much anymore um, because I used to spend a lot of money in the champagne rooms. Who goes to the champagne room? Were you banging these whores? No, I was one of those suckers that just give them like three hundred dollars to dry hump me. Oh no. Yeah, I just like to be held. Uh, I had issues. I used to literally burn like probably about seven, eight hundred, nine hundred dollars on strippers a week. Jesus. Yeah, back in the uh, early mid nineties. So why did you spend it on? Was it just the chase or? Well, basically, I'd go out, get drunk, and then last call, we'd cross over to the cool back side, which was an extra hour, and we'd go to the nudie bar. We didn't pick up. We went to the nudie bar, and I, I we had our favorite strippers. Yeah. And uh, I'd go to the girl, and you know, I went. I went on a few dates with her. You know, like. I got emotionally attached to a lot of my strippers. That <laughs> happens. Yeah, yeah, because I'm one of those uh, fat, lonely guys, right, at that time. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, and then it, w it wasn't really in the time where you got a lot of See, extras. See, if you had cocaine. Well, yeah, that's when you get extras. That's when you get your asshole polished like a fucking rusty hubcap. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even do any drugs back then. I just drank a lot. Were you a big drinker? I remember when I first met you, shaved head, clean shaven. Yeah, I used to drink all. I used to drink a lot, and I used to. My biggest problem drinking was drinking and driving. I used to love drinking and driving. <laughs> that was your thing. Oh, I fucking love drinking and driving. How many children do you think you've run down in the street? I never had any kids. <laughs> I went through fourteen <laughs> check stop programs, made really? it successfully. The worst I ever got was a twelve hour suspension. Jeez. Uh, I don't do that anymore, though, obviously, because I gave up drinking and driving, pretty much. So, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. They well, said they said you only have to give up one; you don't have to give up both. Which a Canadian city that you think that they still are cool with drinking and driving? Ottawa is the best city to drink and drive in, and I'll tell really? you why. 
it's because they have three different types of cops. Because it's the capital, they have the RCMP. The RCMP police the parkways and promenades and, uh, and only certain uh, streets that involve the government. All those streets, uh, like the drives, Colonel By Drive, uh, stuff like that. So those streets run all through Ottawa, and at nighttime, RCMP aren't out to do ride programs because they don't do that. That's not their thing. The Queensway is run by the OPP, which is another place where they don't do ride programs. And then you have the other, uh, the rest of Ottawa. So they can do ride programs. There's loopholes. Yeah, so you can take a drive from one area of town to another, get on a highway, and make it most of home. And you only have to drive like maybe ten minutes in some cases. Yeah, you just get a taxi. Uh, no, 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 no. You drive it's like down. Mardi Gras. What's that center, the city center part where it's all bars and shit? And then yeah. it's like a market during the day or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. What's it's that area called? Bourbon Street. Bourbon Street in Ottawa. Well, there's no bourbon. Oh, Byward, the Byward Market. Byward yeah, that's Market. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, so basically, and plus I had friends that were cops. They were still drinking buddies, too, and they just told me, you know, it's like, now this is Don't kill this anyone? is 20 years ago. No, they told me that the shift change happens at 10 to 2 in the morning. So the cops all go in for shift change at 10 to 2. They have debriefing, and then they have briefing of the cops. They come into a shift, and they're on the road by 10 after. So you got a 20-minute leeway at 2 o'clock to get home. That's enough. Yeah, yeah, if of course it's enough. you piss around waiting for people to get their jackets, no, you say, you be at the car, yeah, or I'm gone. You leave, I'm, I'm blackout drunk. You leave before last call. My buddies actually pulled me over a couple times and then just followed me home so no other cops would... Uh, Take it, yeah, that's perfect. No. Police escort. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Do you ever have a ha- ha- cuff like a? Never been cuffed or anything like that. Handcuffed to a bumper of a never like a police car. One time they tried he- to put me in a cruiser. I wouldn't let them close my. I wouldn't let them close the door. I kept my leg there. Why? Because I said I wasn't a criminal. But I, I, because I, I pulled myself over because I was too drunk to drive. But at the same time they were pulling me over and I didn't notice. So <sighs> they think they pulled me over, but I said no, I pulled over. I said I drove around the block and you got and I realized I couldn't drive. They're like, you hit three curbs. I'm like, yeah, I realized I couldn't drive. That's why. I, that's why I pulled over. They're like, but we pulled you over. I'm, like, I didn't I'm see sure you. the tape recorder would sound a little different. <laughs> oh yeah, I got twelve. I got a. I, I remember the lighter didn't work in their cop car, so they made me breathe in the breathalyzer, but they couldn't do it in the cop car because they couldn't get it to work. So they had to flag down a cab. So I had to go into a cab and do my breathalyzer, and the cab driver said, do not blow too hard, do not blow too hard. But once I put my lips on it, it blew over. Yeah. Yeah, and then I ended up getting a 12-hour suspension because my buddy... A liter of whiskey down the My buddy, yeah, gave them extra... My buddy gave them all restaurant coupons. (laughs) (laughs) He bought them off with gift certificates. (laughs) That's perfect. Take the wife out for dinner. Yeah, come into a restaurant, take the wife out for dinner, take all your buddies out, just, you know... Kids don't get a beating that weekend? No. This is great. Isn't this nice? Yeah, it's fantastic. We're really relaxed. It's oh, yeah. how nice is the weather? Can you explain what we're, we got? There's like a water fountain shooting 50 feet in the air. All right. There's a water fountain shooting 50 feet in the air. And then there's Early palm pads. trees everywhere. And there's blue sky. And then there's a guy dressed up like Fonzie. And he's about to jump a shark in this Echo Lake pond. And uh, it's pretty amazing. There's a shark paddle swimming boats. around. There's paddle boats. Um. Yeah, and some there's, dogs. There's a pit lot bulls. of uh, people dog walking. If three pit bulls attack me right now, would you scream and run, or like whip them with the mics? Uh, I would uh, <laughs> call for Michael Vick. 
Three pit bulls, yeah. No, that, that three pit bulls, two pit bulls, I would do something. Three pit bulls, I would let it be because there's a there's a <laughs> rule of let it be. Three well, there's a rule of three in comedy, and I pre I know you appreciate three the third pit bull. <laughs> oh, the tag. Yeah. The one that pulls my head clean off my neck. Yeah, and then if I broke it up afterwards, if I thought I'd be happy if one came by for a callback. <laughs> but a it would three. be because it's a dog. It'd be called a crawlback. What do you want to do tonight? I think I'm going to go to the hockey game. Oh, you're going to the game. I don't know. What do you want to do? Is there anything to do? What's going on? <sighs> on a Sunday on LA? I don't know. Maybe. No, I think I'm going to go to the game. Yeah, I recommend it. Yeah. I've never been there. I go to hockey games and every other... What time is the game usually done? Uh, 7 till 10. And then I'm going out... And then I'm hooking up with Michael Gelbart. Oh, Gelsey. Gelby, yeah. I think I made him cry once in an In-N-Out burger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's not that's not the In-N-Out. He was thinking... No, that's... Never mind. <laughs> No, I, I haven't went there yet, but I'm gonna go there tomorrow. Obviously, <laughs> I have it's to go so to good. this. I have to go to Pink's. I have to eat a Pink's hot dog stand. Yeah, and I have to eat at uh, El Pollo Local, and I have yeah. to eat an In and Out Burger, and I have to eat at the Chicken Villa, Chicken Villa, Villa Chicken, Chicken Fillet. What's that all about? Just the it's a badass chicken sandwich. I see smoke pouring out of the building, and it's not even on fire. That seems awesome to me. It's uh, it's a. It's a tasty. The nuggets are the best, I think. That's what I'll eat then, nuggets. But you, if you like a proper chicken sandwich, it's... I'm not in it for the chicken sandwich. I'm in it for the nuggets. Oh, the best chicken nuggets I have ever eaten. Yeah. Yeah, I love chicken nuggets. <laughs> Do you love nuggets? Do you eat McDonald's nuggets? Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I can crush. I can crush nuggets easily at McDonald's. Oh, my God. I'd be violently ill with nuggets. McDonald's oh. nuggets. I had to take a shit on all fours. You'd have to sit on my back to keep my legs from kicking up. Yeah, that would be pretty scary. That would be pretty scary. Um, yeah, it is just so nice out here. <laughs> I got to go up to Canada next week. Well, yeah, where, where dates do you got coming up? Uh, Grand Prairie, which is way up in Canada. And the country, uh, how north? It's six hours north of Edmonton. Where Edmonton is enough north to begin with. So, um, what the hell are you? How many? What's the population in Grand Prairie? About a grand. Um, That's it. No, you no. Do a show for a town of what, well, I don't 5, know thousand people. I don't know. The casino's packed. They pay me like, good money to go up there. So I do Calgary, Grand Prairie, Red Deer, and then Saskatoon. That's my week next week. What is in Saskatoon anymore? Because there was at the the, the Parktown Hotel. Yeah, the that, shop. that gig ran for like thirty years. Still runs. Oh, but it's not a Yucks gig anymore. No, it's a laugh shop. Ah. Yeah. So how, is anybody managing the room? or? I'm, I heard there's a new manager, and I'm going to meet them uh, this weekend. All right. Because I'd like to uh, do a Christmas run there where they put you up for five weeks, and you just do... Five weeks in Saskatoon? Yeah. That sounds terrible. Yeah, you make $10,000. But how many shows? About 30. Maybe 20. It all depends if you get more add-ons. That's like you doing a show for everybody in the city. Yeah. The room holds about 300 people. I'm the mayor. I can't wait to go back. Yeah? No, because it's all Christmas parties. Okay, they do that in the UK. Yeah, they the just clubs. fill a place with Christmas parties. Uh, that's when I don't You work. do two shows a night. December, January, I just cross a big X on those two months. No <laughs> one wants nothing to do with me. I get some New Year's gigs... But uh, I think I'm going to maybe do uh, Vegas for New Year's or something. Um, you would be happy with this. You'd be happy with this one. 
Uh, so one time I was doing New Year's at the park town, and there were these guys that looked like bikers, and they were in the front row. And, uh, you know, so I made fun of them for looking like bikers here and there, you know, whatever. They were all in good spirits. After the show, they said, hey, do you want to go have a smoke? So I was like, of course I do. So then I looked, and there was someone, just the one guy. There was like five guys, and all of a sudden I realized I was going out to uh, a minivan with these five guys that all look like bikers. And I was like, this might not be the best idea. Immediately, I get, they give me the front seat of the minivan, and I think they're going to, I'm like, okay, maybe they're going to just dab me through the neck like in uh, Goodfellas. So what happens is um, they're actually very nice to me, and they start telling me racist jokes. So um, I've been working on a new bit about Santa possibly being a Nazi, and I decided maybe I'm going to try it out on these people because they seem racist. So I did my whole Santa's a Nazi bit, and it killed. They loved it. <laughs> and then, yeah, they loved it. And then they told me a bunch of Nazi jokes, and I, did, I pretended to love them. And, um, and then what happened was... They said, where are you tomorrow? I said, Calgary. And they're like, oh, man, that's a long drive. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And I'm, I'm out of herbs. And then one guy's like, he's out of herbs. They're like, and the guy's like, Dewey or whatever the guy's name was. He's like, break him off, you know, three. So all of a sudden he gives me these three huge joints. He's like, that's for the drive. I just emptied them into my one hitter. And yeah, I used them the whole day. And they're like, anytime you want to come back to Saskatoon, you give us. And they, they own a, a shop in Saskatoon. Yeah, like you a, can bring all your black friends. Well, long story short, <laughs> I go back in, and Mike Danbury was like, where were you? And I was like, oh, I was smoking a joint with the, with, the, uh, the, with the guys from the front row. And he's like, what the hell were you doing hanging out with the <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, they're, they're fans of mine. They come back every year I'm here. Yeah. He's like, they don't wear their colors, idiot. <laughs> I'm like, uh uh-huh. you know. right, fine. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, where can people get a hold of you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I prefer they didn't, but if they want to watch uh, videos of me, they can go on YouTube. Uh, I do a lot of cake farts. <laughs> and you have a... Uh, um, Twitter. Twitter and all that Casey stuff. Corbin. Uh, Facebook, Casey Corbin. You Google Casey Corbin. And uh, it's C-A-S-E-Y, not... K dot C dot. <laughs> All right. Well that's that, it. That's uh that's it. And uh November fifteenth, eleven thirty, uh come and see my show at the Hollywood Improv and more dates and whatnot coming soon. Uh I got some big news but I can't tell you right now. So um thank you. Don't kiss me on the mouth. Don't ask if you're hurting me. And if you hear the safe word, stop what you're doing immediately. Do you have pantyhose?